This is the Westlake Nation Podcast. Powered by the Westlake Shot Club. At the 20, 10, 5, touchdown! And he is into the end zone. Oh man, what a catch here! Touchdown, Westlake! And brought to you by Independence Title. Appliances Now. St. David's South Austin Medical Center. Hat Creek Burger Company. Overt Auto Group. Our Way Appliances. Restore Hyper Wellness. And now, here's Joe Taylor with another episode of Shap of the Week. We welcome you to our Shap of the Week interview this week. Senior defensive back Stephen Fuqua and make some noise on special teams a time or two. Stephen, it's been a fun, fun topic of discussion at times because we we often have to describe how special the special teams are in this field house because a lot of times when you look across the ball and you say, okay, other teams, how do they attack special teams? You see a lot of guys that perhaps don't play on either offense or defense. And what I love about special teams is how Coach Salazar describes it, that the offense and the defense get to be on the same field at the same time. I think there's a little bit of brotherhood there. I kind of think that it's real special to be on the special teams here at Westlake. Yeah, it is. It's definitely definitely special to me because not being, you know, a starter or or anything like that on offense or defense, going to be able to be a starter on special teams, you know, you can do a lot, make an impact on this team. Coach Salazar says it the best. He's like, go be like a role player on special teams if you're not one on like offense or defense. So that means a lot to me. What I like about it is the guys that have graduated and moved on and played college, they basically said, hey, we figured out special teams within the first week of workouts. And our special teams are actually, you know, in some ways a little bit more detailed and complicated. The competition thins out because there's guys that understand concepts and special teams at the collegiate level. And most of the guys that are asked to, that are asked to play special teams in college are not used to playing special teams because they're starters from where from wherever team they came from. Right. So it's a really interesting and unique mix. To, you know, I was talking to Mookie Taff about it. He goes, man, first week we had the special teams, you know, so it was it was something like that that but kind of told them this is the quick way to the field. You know, the story of Westlake football cannot be written without big plays being made on special teams and then those guys becoming unbelievable players in their own right. You know, I can remember when the Braden Cassidy's of the world were knocking dudes out on, on special teams. I can remember when, when Colton Vosick was on the special teams and knocking dudes out. It's kind of a badge of honor and, and that's how I hear about it and then it becomes the difference in the game on Friday. The proof is right there. You know, other teams don't work like we do with special teams. You know, we have during the period on Thursdays and then Wednesdays we take a whole like four periods during practice and go through it and then everything else just comes in hand like like we work on it so much more than other teams and we just like perfect it so much for Friday nights what's the best part about being on special teams describe that moment for you whether it was last year and your first time doing it or this year kind of being a, a veteran member Probably last year was the best when I finally got to be on that depth chart. And I, I was like, this is it. Like, I'm finally like putting, making an impact on this team. And I, I felt good about that. But this year, I like it too. I'm starting on kickoff right now. Get to go down there and blow someone up. Do you have that return last year for 50 yards that kind of jumped up and surprised everybody? You have to remind everybody that not only is he a defensive back, but he's, he spent a time or two in a wide receiver uh, role as well. And I think that's the versatility that, that Coach Dunham and Coach Salazar really, really enjoy about players like yourself guys that can be swiss army knives is that something that you kind of pride yourself on i do right now i've been you know working at db a lot because to me that seems like the opening right now i like you know being a versatile and be you know wherever the coaches ask me to go i'll go 
Like, I like doing that. I think it's also a sign of trust. Puke was out there. We're good. Do you feel that kind of trust from the coaches? I do, honestly. And being back as a returner, you need a lot of trust to be back there. Or having trust within the coaches is a lot to me. It, it's really special. Knowledge of assignment is big, and we saw it. You know, because some injuries, some guys getting the, the first time to play, you could kind of see that, you know, there was some uneasiness there, some unknowns. And that's always the case in the first game, especially when the first game is on the road and it's 106 degrees and it's humid, and you've got a locker room that may or may not be uh, air-conditioned to, to, a, to a point where, you know, it just was a struggle just being there. And then you have to throw playing a game and playing against a very, good opponent that, that obviously had some athleticism and some speed. What did you think the team learned about itself after week one? I think our team learned really just to be ready, honestly. Coach Salazar said, you know, if one one guy goes down, the two is up next. So that meant be ready. I think also you look at it from the standpoint of how you respond to a close win versus how you respond to, okay, business as usual, we're back in business, we blew this team out. The fact that you had to work for it a little bit says says a lot in week one. How has the leadership been this week coming off Ridgepoint? Uh, the leadership has definitely been better than it was last week. I think last week we were, you know, we were ready, but obviously we weren't ready to come out and, you know, beat these guys like we usually do, like, Having a close win definitely made us come closer and make us realize that, you know, we only have 10 guaranteed weeks, so we got to come together and just play and go do our best out there. Coach said the practice this week has taken on uh, a little bit more edge. I know special teams was kind of the leader of the pack. You know, when you you talk about the goal board is kind of like a test that you're taking. You got to get all these questions right. The leader in the clubhouse is special teams. You guys got most of the questions right and and lo and behold, actually created an opportunity for a score that wound up being the, the difference in the game. And I know we mentioned that earlier, Stephen, but for me, that, that has to say a lot about where the special teams can go. There is a kick return coming for a score. There is a punt return coming for a score. The identity of, of the death squad on, on kickoff. Take us through what that identity means to you as a senior. It, it means a lot to me because, you know, special teams obviously plays a big role. Like you said, the goal board, we take pride in that. And Obviously, we want to go 10 for 10. I think there's like six or seven on, on special teams. You know, we're not always going to get seven or six or whatever it is every week. So we just like need to take pride in that more. And just it means a lot to me. And I think it means a lot to all these seniors on this team. There was a moment last year where I could really tell that the addition of a special teams attack team player to the mix. You know, there's always been an offensive and defensive here for the first nine years of, of Coach Dodge and Coach Salazar and the staff that's in place now. But the addition of that special teams attack team player, I, I knew instantly, you know, that most outstanding special teams player, the, the attack team player on special teams, it kind of raised the bar a little bit. Some guys that really wanted to ball out. And when you get that kind of competition, I'm, I can only imagine what that feels like inside the locker room and then in the film room and then you take it to the field of how much energy that buzz creates around what you guys do. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a buzz for us because attack team player of the week for each one special teams offense defense, we get to carry out a flag. And I, I think I'm doing it this week too for You are? Everyone wants to be that captain out there and carry the flag. It's it's definitely a cool thing to do, but it's definitely like it's real, it's cool. Sometimes you have role players that are in the form of an attack team, like role players on special teams. And it's really important to this program, because Salazar talks about it all the time. He said, we've got to have an understanding that everybody on this team plays a role and that role is incredibly important, no matter how small or how large it actually is. The perfect segue to talking about the attack team players, you have the opportunity to give 
the offense the best look possible as a DB. And you also have the opportunity to get the defense the best look by mimicking what some of the, the faster wide receivers for Judson look like. So it's that moment in practice where you're going against your ones and you're saying, this is my time right here. This is my Friday night. Let's go. Let's find out what this DB is going to do on this route, or let's find out what this wide receiver is going to do with this kind of defense. It's almost like you get a spotlight on you in practice when it matters the most. Yeah, it definitely is. There's definitely a spotlight on you because Coach Salazar, he always mentions that there's always role players like you said also. Even if you're on this team, you have a role. And that's that means a lot to me too. Like, no matter what what you are, you know, one, two, three, four, five, you know, in the depth chart, you have a role on this team. Definitely to go out there and like prepare the offense or prepare the defense or even special teams, like that that means a lot and it's definitely like something that I look forward to doing every day or or even if I'm going against the attack team, it's something I look forward to. I think it also sends a message to the rest of the team that the bottom half of our roster could go in, in a game at any moment and be just as good or better as the people across the ball. And I think that's where the the uniqueness of of having 61 seniors and having this this massive program in which to to kind of cultivate and carve out your role. To me, it's guys like you that really are the the bedrock of it, the foundation of it that says, hey, look, we're going to show up every single day, whether you like it or not, and we're going to make your life miserable. That's what we talked about with Smiles last week. Zach Martinez sat in that chair and he said, you know, I think I like giving them the best look because if I'm in a good mood and and they know I'm not, I'm maybe not going to get a chance to play on Friday night, but I'm still coming hard and I'm still doing all this work, you know, it might make them think a little differently. It might make them have a bit more perspective. And Stephen, that's what I see with the collective. I see perspective. This is a dude that's going to line up against me and give me his best shot. I got to give him my best. When good's going against good, only better will happen. And I think that's really what the what the mindset is when you go into practice and you go into game day is that, hey, this is my chance to be better. And I think if you're thinking about that, you know, everything else kind of takes care of itself. Right. You're going to get better every day, no matter what. Like, even if you're going to have a good day or a bad day, you're, you're getting better. When I was with the receivers last year, we always had this thing, you know, right as soon as you walk in the gates to that practice fields, you got to have, you know, a smile on your face, no matter what, like go out there and just do you like do your best and do what you can do. And that's, that's what I take pride in. You know, if I have a bad rep or a bad day, I just move on to the next one. And that's definitely how I've been taking it my four years here. Stephen Fuqua's our shab of the week. One thought that I always have when visiting with guys like you is how do you get ready? Because I know special teams is a big part of your, your you know, your starter on special teams. You run some attack team stuff, but how do you mentally prepare? What's your, what's your routine before a game starts? Honestly, I just like to put my AirPods in and just listen to music and just get, you know, in the zone and just relax and just calm down before the game. What kind of music do you listen to to get into that space? You know, we, we play actually in the air tonight. I, I've, that's my big one, uh, nice. Toss Drop. I like rap a lot. I can't get into country before the game. Definitely not. Now, there's guys, there are guys that can, and some of them are outside eating lunch <laughs> together right now. The yeah. offensive linemen, those are the dudes that can jam some country before a game because I think they just they just like it. But in the end, let me go back to Phil Collins. It's become kind of a theme song because, you know, it's been made such a big deal before games. That's the song that plays the second you guys hit the field to stretch. Yep. And I always find that very interesting that some of the, the music taste from your coaches have kind of seeped in and you find that, and it's kind of like those YouTube videos that you see people listening to like Phil Collins for the first time or, or people listening to like Dolly Parton for the first time and you just get their reaction. Then you kind of own it and you go, 
this is kind of a jam. I kind of like this. And that drum beat. And that, yeah, that, the that, drum beat, that, definitely. That, that downbeat, watching Cade Klubnik do that for three years was probably the coolest thing ever. With it definitely his, was. To me, it always seems like there's parts of those teams that did great things that kind of carry over. And, and to me, it says a lot about the culture. What is the culture of Westlake football? mean to you honestly it means a lot coming from maryland i always like my parents have always told me that we wanted to move down here i just like always wanted to come here and you know play football in the best state you know texas is the best state for football and so i still i think westlake is the best uh, school and, and football team in texas i think also you look at your 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 time in maryland as a young child then coming to westlake this is what i love about guys that, that move in it doesn't matter when you move in the second you do you're a westlake guy right you know so from third grade you know you start looking across and you go well i play pop warner with him i was in middle school with him and we've been teammates forever that's the part that's fun is looking at it as a senior with all that football behind you and go man we've been doing this literally our whole lives what does that feel like that's crazy to me i, I was telling one of my friends actually carter henderson i was telling him yesterday and jake helms i was like dude we have been doing this almost our whole lives like this is some of our last years here or like playing football let's go make it our best one like it's just crazy to me because i've been around all these boys my whole life if you had one goal you know a personal goal we all know what the team goals are we know the goal board what's that one goal that you want to achieve as a, as a member of this football team here in your senior season win state i mean that's a team goal too but that's a personal goal to me i want to get back to jerry world he's steven fuqua our chap of the week thanks so much for doing this man yes sir thank you You've been listening to the Westlake Nation podcast. Stay tuned as we bring you new episodes each week. The Westlake Nation podcast is powered by the Westlake Shack Club and part of the Westlake Nation media network. This is Westlake Nation.